Hello and welcome to today's episode of Quantum Invitations. This is a prelude to the episode that I recorded that takes place in two parts of my day. And the first part, I'm driving in my car. And when I re-listen to the show, which I think some people say you shouldn't re-listen to your shows, um, I thought, okay, that part is a little bit sticky. And then it eases into something beautiful. So I wanted to give you permission and let you know that the show changes about three and a half minutes in, somewhere around there, uh, where I switch over into the second part of the day. And they have slightly different flavors on them. So if you wanted to listen to both, that would be cool. Just know that there is a transition. And the second part, um, I personally feel quite a bit more resonance on. And I will always let you know what my honest thoughts are about my honest thoughts. (laughs) So I'll see you inside. I'm driving along the road and there is lots of traffic. So I'm looking at what is a not ideal situation. In fact, uh, Johannesburg has become such an eyesore, Um, not in a good way in a very devastating kind of way. So know that I'm not surrounded by a gorgeous sunset and the perfect, I was gonna say mimosa, you can have those at sunset, you can have them any time of the day that you want, when I record this. But I've been thinking two thoughts today. The one is that I would rather romanticize my life than not romanticize it. If I was given the choice, I would rather take things that were mundane and not so special and turn them into something that had romance with it. I would rather take the ordinary things, the things that are perhaps some days the hand that I've been dealt, like now, driving in the city that I don't want to be in. Um, I would rather romanticize it than not. And I think that we've been taught so many times to suck the joy out of things. We do it with things that are wonderful and that are lovely and that we enjoy and we find ways to not enjoy them. We find ways to make them challenging and difficult. And we might zone in on what the negative is. And I think in many ways that's a protective mechanism that we have, but it's also what the world perpetually tells us. Don't broadcast the good news, broadcast the bad news. Even though there's more good news going on, you have to focus on the bad news. And if I had the choice, I, choosing as the designer of my life and my future, Um, I would choose to romanticize my life. I don't think I have anything to lose with that. I would choose to find the beauty in it and the wonder and get a little swept off my feet by the ordinary moments because that, to me, completely beats being swept up in what is ordinary. And... um, So then the second thought, I guess, kind of leads in from that, which is 
so beautiful. I'm turning into my gem right now. It's one of my favorite places on the planet right now. This gorgeous oasis. So many cars turning in, everyone coming to feel good and look good and be good. Okay, fast forward to the end of the day and I'm sitting at home. I decided to re-record this section because I wasn't recording authentically in the gym parking lot. Getting out of my car, trying to act natural, doing a terrible job of it. <laughs> and I really wanted to do this thought justice, which is my second thought of the day around beauty. And it's this, we go through a lot of hard moments in life. As much as we are the designers of our reality, there are a lot of things that are going on um, that are sometimes outside of our control. I think the idea of being a designer of our reality is not that we are meant to be in control all the time, because that can lead to almost like an obsessive way of trying to over-design reality. So that's the prelude. And my thought is this. Where we can't control the hard things that are going on, sometimes they're also related to relationships that we are, that we've committed to. And those relationships are going through ups and downs or places and spaces that we have committed to. So let me introduce the thought and then we can dive into that a little bit deeper. The thought is this, for if I'm going to be experiencing hard things, what is within my power is to counteract for every hard thing that I experience in the day. That I will intentionally make space for an equal amount of joy, wonder, fun, pleasure, excitement, freedom, relaxation, all of the ecstatic side of life, the real wonder and the beauty that I can intentionally choose to hold an equal space for those things. And so in a sense, it's almost going, what was the level of tough things that I faced today? And how can I then choose to hold it all and also hold joy and also hold pleasure and also hold wonder and not from a place of obligation? Because I know sometimes we do that, right? And then we're actually emphasizing the negative because we're choosing. It's like I'm choosing to include wonder from a scarcity mentality because I'm worried that if I don't, I don't have it. So you're like already doing it from a place of lack, but rather that those things are always available to me and it's and, and I get to make space in my day for them. And that space doesn't have to be minute for minute. So let's say I had an incredibly trying afternoon. I don't have to book out an entire evening for joy and pleasure, although that would be absolutely incredible. I get to choose to experience a similar intensity of those emotions. Um, and I don't think it's something that you have to over plan, but it's really more just the intention of those are mine to experience. So I get to own that. And 
by owning it, I'm sending a message to the quantum. I'm sending a message to the space that I dwell in, that I occupy in this incredible planet, that I am open to receive those things. And when they come along, I will recognize them and I will make space for them. I'm not going to let the moment pass me by because it's like, well, I had a hard day and therefore the rest of my day is going to continue being hard. I get to switch. I get to go, okay, well, yeah, it was super hard, which means I'm probably going to laugh my head off tonight should the opportunity present itself. And this is, even as I'm saying it, I'm just resonating with it so much because I realize how many times I would shut down those beautiful, incredible moments that could even come spontaneously because I was so in the frame of mind of, okay, well, let's find a way to manage the hard things. Maybe what I need to be doing is I need to be processing the hard things. And processing is so beautiful. I'm a huge fan, sold out on processing what we need to. But sometimes part of the processing is just creating a full life. I want a full life. That's been ringing through my head the last couple of days of like, what does a full life really look like? What does it feel like? What is it like to experience the full range of emotions every single day? and not hold myself back in any of them or keep myself to what I was experiencing a moment ago. Because if I fully experience that moment and that emotion, then I should be free to pass into another. I should be free to fully experience another. And so those are the the thoughts that I'm holding today. The thought of, I would rather romanticize my life than not. Um, finding the romance in the mundane and also in the wonder. And then the second thing is that for every hard thing that I'm experiencing, I will also create an equal amount, if not more, probably more of the good things. And even as I say the more, we'll be wrapping up with these thoughts here. Um, The more is not an escapism thing. Because I'm here for the hard things. We are here for the hard things. We're here for them as much as we're here for the joy. As much as we're here for the hard things, we're here for the joy. And... um, So as the world continues, and there are some very unique things that we are facing as a world, and, um, you know, I've recently heard so many people, not that many people, (laughs) a couple of key voices say, you know, uh, don't expect that things are going to go back to the way that they were. And... There's this constant evolution that we're being called into, a higher way of being, um, which also comes with greater chaos and the ability to 
be in the chaos and um, and know who we are in it. Um, know what we're going to define ourselves by in the chaos, which is not a static definition, but that I will always evolve greater than the chaos. As that's happening, just acknowledging that our need to adapt to an ever-changing world, to changing countries, um, to changing cultures, to know that our world is never going to look the same and we're not going back to the same. That within that, within what is incredibly hard and challenging in that, and the depth to which we're being challenged in what feels sometimes very chaotic is the depth to which we will allow ourselves or the height, if we will, the height to which we will allow ourselves to feel all these incredible things. So particularly the emotions, particularly the full-bodied experiences, particularly the, those moments and I'll conclude with saying this tonight. I had my niece come and stay over. And there's always the choice, right? Um, there's been some hard things that have happened today. Some incredible moments of breakthrough, but there's been some hard things that have happened. And um, I could have shut down and been like, okay, she's coming to stay over, you know. Let's just keep this low key because I'm afraid that my energy might run out. But no, what is it that we really need? We need to dance. We need music. We need to be free. We need to know what it is to just dance until we get tired. And that is what we did. And as a result, she fell asleep within 20 minutes of us climbing into bed in fact she tucked herself into bed um she hasn't let me put this into context my niece has not come for a sleepover since the beginning of covid um and she used to sleep over often she would sleep over at grandma and grandpa's and she'd stay over at my place and um so the shift that happened today i spent the day with her certain points earlier today well quite a bit of the day together and um I said hey if you want to come for a sleepover come for a sleepover and it was a big yes so I went to gym came back to fetch her and um falling asleep within 20 minutes just blissed out absolutely blissed out on peace and for me too blissed out on peace and so I say this to say that it's possible. It's possible to have a day full of intense emotions to be experiencing. Let's be honest, we're all living in multiple realities at any given point. In any given moment, we're all experiencing. We have so many running parallel stories in our lives. Each one of them deserving a full stage, a full night of theater, of show. Um, to to express the details on any given day we could write a play about the different facets of our lives and it would be so worth watching 
it would be worth watching. Um, and as we're experiencing all of that, um, we get to live in the possible, making every moment beautiful, of choosing moment to moment, who am I going to be? Who am I going to allow others to be? Um, what will this moment be? Will it be just just a sleepover or will it be a jump through a magical portal there's more to the story i would love to tell you about the story of my niece pointing to the number 100 in this book the hundredth page and how we jumped through the portal of how the number 100 came to be it was so beautiful. Um, I must tell you the story sometime. But I'd love to end it there. That we have this incredible world of possibility. And there's no small reality of going, I didn't do it. Because that's this feeling of not enough. But rather that it is not enough or not enough. It is simply what we get to be, who we get to be, what we get to experience in this life, and how every moment gets to be the most incredible adventure. And so those are my thoughts for today. I love you all. <laughs>